Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilfert, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. I just want you to know that if you are listening to this today, thank you. I appreciate you so much. I have been so inconsistent with my podcast, with my Instagram and my Facebook pages. And I just want to talk about it today. I want to talk about real life, just where I'm at mentally as a mom, as a woman, as a wife, as a human, and what the last few months have looked like for me and where I'm going to be moving from here. And so thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for continuing to like my stuff on Instagram and connect with me in my stories because I've still been in my stories. I love connecting with you in my stories, but I just recognized that I needed a break. Like there was just so much happening that I had to pull back on some things. And I had to pull back on some things that I loved, like my podcast and my Instagram. I don't want to be a slave to social media. And I know so many of you can relate to that no matter where you're at. It is so easy to get sucked in. And I'm not saying that I don't ever get sucked in because for the love I do, but I had just so many other things going on. Like I was just overwhelmed. I was I was taking a class for youth ministry with some other people in this leadership group that I'm in at our church to lead you, the youth. And it was wonderful. It just took extra time. Not a ton of extra time, but it's like those little things add up. You know what I mean? And I don't regret saying yes to what I've said to in the past, but I've had to say no to other things in order to feel present in order to feel mentally healthy and so um and so I had that I'm on the soccer board I just I do a handful of volunteering things I sub at our ECFE program and I subbed a lot uh early winter because we had one teacher out sick and we were getting back into the school routine this fall and I don't know about you and where you're at but if you are in the stage of having bigger kids who are involved in activities Getting back into the school year also means getting back into the swing of activities and just finding a a new routine, a new schedule. And it just can feel like so much when you're trying to throw everything back into the mix after having a summer that was very chill. I will admit it was hard for my marriage because every Monday night we had date night. That was just our date night. The girls knew it. And we no longer were allowed to have that because our oldest was an orchestra and she and I are gone from four to nine on Mondays now because it's down in the cities. And this was a decision we made as a couple and as a family to give this a try. We just didn't know how hard that was going to be for us to lose that Monday night date night. Not that we weren't dating, but it's just we had to find a new normal for us and we had to find a new groove and that is just life in general right you get into a routine and something happens a kid gets sick or somebody starts a new activity or somebody loses a job or you have to pay for something and then finances are stressful like it's just this is life and you have to figure it out and so we were just figuring it out 
And so I had to say no to some things. So if you can relate to the just having to learn those boundaries, having to readjust to routine, being so busy that you feel just lost in the schedule, you are not alone, mama. And I have really found in the past maybe month or so, I have just felt uh, really good as far as like what I am doing on a day-to-day basis. There are some things of stress still, uh, but that is that's real life. However, I've just been working really hard and intentionally on certain things. And one of those things was not feeling like a chicken with my head cut off and learning more to just be, to allow myself to ignore all of the things in my head that are going on and saying, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be blah, 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 and shutting it down. Or, you know, shutting it down is never possible, really. And so just ignoring it and still sitting and reading my book or sitting and playing a game with Carmen, even though the house is a disaster. Like I've been trying to be intentional about time with my kids. There are some things that are still hard, but ultimately I'm feeling like I'm in a place where, you know, I'm no longer taking that class and I have a better handle on my soccer board duties and just like life in general. And it has been such a breath of fresh air and so here's a few things that I've been doing to really help with that that as I say this like just know that my story is different than yours and so you can take all of this with a grain of salt because like I think about the mom who is working full-time her husband's working full-time and then there's all of the duties at home and there's the kid activities and then there's the sick kid and that is a different life than what I have because I work very part-time I work 10 to 20 hours a week at most. And yes, my volunteering takes time as well. But anyway, I'm just saying that because I want you to know that like what works for me might or might not work for you. But I just love to share what I'm doing to help myself feel like a sane, functioning human because maybe even one little thing I say can help you, okay? So first and foremost, one thing that I've done over the past now three, four weeks is I let go of listening to podcasts during my morning routine. I, over the past three years, I listened to the Bible in a year. In 2020, it came out and I listened to that in full with Father Mike Schmitz and Ascension Press. And it was wonderful. Literally the first time in my life that I have done that. Read the entire Bible in one year. Then the following year, I tried to do it again. I fell behind and I just never finished. Then last year in 2023, I listened to the Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz. And it was also wonderful. But I could see this like obligation. Instead of being still, instead of spending time just reading the word, I was filling the time with podcasts and just really been intentional over the last few weeks then to not always fill time and to not fill that morning routine. So I started the Bible in a year again uh, with Father Mike Schmitz, but not with the podcast, just with that same reading plan. And I'm just reading the Bible on my own. And I've actually really enjoyed just having that time reading it and not listening to it. I think because when I'm reading it, I'm more intentionally listening then 
I can recall in the past. When you listen to a podcast, it's so easy to get distracted, right? And so like I have to be all in. And it doesn't mean that like when I sit down and read Job and he's just like arguing back and forth with his friends that I can really get sucked into that because I don't always. Or when I'm reading the genealogy of Genesis, like it's really hard to get into that. But I have to be intentional about it. And I guess my word of the year could have been intention. I don't have a word of the year, by the way. But I, I talk about it lately a lot, just being intentional about things. And I'm having the moment right now of realizing like, that really could be my word of the year. I didn't realize how much I was trying to live my life intentionally lately till this moment when I talked it out loud. So that's kind of fun. That quiet time in the morning has just helped me feel more peaceful. I'm really thinking about the gratitude things and the prayer things that I'm writing down every day. And instead of just kind of like flying through them because I'm running out of time or because I don't have an hour to sit. And sometimes it's just, you know, 15, 20 minutes and I'm sitting there getting my reading in and I it's not always right away in the morning it might be in the afternoon but it, I'm getting it in and I'm just being more intentional about that time and it's been very peaceful very peaceful so I've loved that and then also just with the aspect of not filling quiet time all the time it's so easy to in the car uh, when I'm cooking to just pop an earbud in listen to a podcast or listen to my audiobook I love reading that is like such a self-care thing for me but I'm also trying to not just fill all of my time with words with somebody else's thoughts and words and allowing myself to just be allowing myself to be present to my kids allowing myself to be present to myself so with that then um and I am not saying that I don't do it. I still will like pop in your butt in when I'm cooking if all of my kids are doing their technology time or uh, they got wireless earphones, headphones for Christmas. And a lot of times they'll just pop them on and listen to their own music or they might be listening to a book themselves. And so like if they're involved in their things, then I'll pop in your butt in and listen to a book. Heck yeah. On my walk today, I did that as well. But I've spent time today just being and so having that finding that balance of of both right anyway coming back to being intentional with myself then is I (laughs) I read a book and I'm gonna link it in the show notes because it was it was I don't I wouldn't even say a game changer for me but it got me thinking so much more than a lot of other like self-help books do. I have really struggled lately to get into those, but I had bought this book for my sister and I wanted to buy one for myself because I like following this woman on Instagram, Dr. Morgan Cutlip, and I love like the content she shares. And so I read the book. It's called Love Your Kids Without Losing Yourself. And it just, it struck so many chords for me. And I have been been being so intentional about what she teaches in there. She teaches kind of this system of like, you know, not living in burnout and not living in mom guilt and being okay with taking time for yourself and just really looking into yourself and like, what do you need? Also, she talks about the mother load, the mental load of motherhood a little bit. She's writing a second book on that and I cannot wait for that. I know it will be so good. But with that, like one of the things I took away, and I've shared about this on Instagram, is I will, instead of bringing my phone into the bathroom with me to entertain me while I pee, 
please laugh at me if you don't do this and like commend yourself but I know you do this sometimes too. (laughs) I know we all do it. It is so insane how much we feel like we have to be entertained all the time in the grocery line, in the bathroom. I mean, it's just, it's silly. And so I've been really working at not always having to be entertained by my stupid little technology box that is so addicting, right? But anyway, so when I'm in the bathroom peeing then, I'm just checking in with myself. I'm checking in mentally. How am I doing? I'm checking in physically. How am I doing? And just going through kind of the things like, oh, wow, my shoulders are really tense and just relaxing my body. Wow, my tension in my head has really hit over the last hour. I think I should just maybe lay on the couch and um, rest my eyes. When's the last time I had water? My pee is really yellow. Like just really checking in. Do I need to go for a little walk? Do I need to ask for help with the dishes? With that, I have been so much more intentional about asking for help around the house. Now, let me also say, my kids are 8, 11, and 12. Almost 9, 11, and 13. Holy mother, I almost have a teenager. Time is a thief, y'all. So it is definitely different than when they were little. Because the help you can ask for when they're little, it doesn't always feel like you're taking something off your plate because you have to kind of help them or you have to check in, you know. Uh, But I can trust that my 11-year-old can take out the garbage bag. I do not have to do that. And I've also let go of the idea that everybody else should just see what needs to be done. I held so much bitterness in me. Why can't people just see that this needs to be done. Like the garbage can is giantly full. There was one day all four of my family members beside me were sitting in the living room and I walk into the kitchen. I walked into the house and I looked at the garbage can and I said, can anybody else come and change this please? Please notice that it is full. I would like somebody to come and take this outside. Immediately my 11 year old got up and she went and took it outside. I just want them to recognize sometimes like see this but instead of me getting bitter and slamming the garbage can around and doing it myself I pointed it out hey can somebody else notice this and take it out please and I didn't say it like in a passive aggressive way I was just like hey hello people (laughs) like hello come and help me right and they did and they're willing to uh my girls also have to quote unquote earn their technology and one way they do that is they have to do at least one chore and a lot of times they'll check in with me like what's my chore and sometimes I'll give them the choice of like I don't know you know like I don't care the dishes are unloaded already and the living room is picked up and so I just kind of let them decide or if I don't feel like deciding I'll let them decide but that has really helped my mental load is to just ask the ask them for help And another thing that that her book has really helped me with is uh, I didn't mean to talk about the whole mental load of motherhood today. I was going to do that in a future episode, but it turns out like all of this is connected for me. And so let's keep going. I have also really recognized the mental load my husband carries because I, I think, yes, we as moms, we carry the mental load. We just do. We know that we have to get gifts from birthday parties. We know that we've got to practice the spelling words. We know we've got to do all of the house things and the grocery things and, and all of the things because that's just so often it falls on us. 
But one thing that I've come to recognize and just, I, I don't know, make peace with kind of is that we carry different quote unquote burdens as the mom and the dad in the household. He carries that the mental load of bringing in the full-time income. He carries the mental load of anything financial that happens really because the part-time job that I have, they don't pay a ton. They, it's not like I can just go work a ton more hours. Okay. And so it's just different. He carries the mental load of other things that I don't, um, certain things need to be fixed around here. And there, there are some things that I've really been trying to do myself, but there are some things I just don't know how to do and I need his help with, right? And so like really recognizing that we both carry a mental load and asking for help when I need to and not holding bitterness against my husband. I wish I could give you a magic formula for how I got here, but I don't have one. I think one thing that has really helped is finding my own like inner peace. That sounds so trendy and stupid. But I feel like because I've been working so hard to put up boundaries around things that I'm involved with, around not feeling like I have to show up on social media and around certain friendships, not feeling like I have to go hang out with that person that sucks the life out of me doing things that really fill up my cup and recognizing what my own needs are has also helped me just mentally be okay with where my husband and I are at. And again, circling back around, like things could be different in three months because life picks up again with back-to-back-to-back birthdays and holidays and tournaments and recitals and like we will enter a busy season in three months and so things might be different then. But I'm so grateful that I'm like in this place of practicing it now so that when we get to that space, I am able to hopefully hopefully just have a better piece about the chaos. And coming back to like my husband. So on Thursdays, we have to go separate ways. We have two kids who need to be in two places pretty much at the same time. And not only did I ask my husband to... I, I take Carmen to ballet because I have to leave sooner so then he doesn't have to leave work as soon. So he takes care of Maria and her children's choir rehearsals. And we coordinate with another dad on rides sometimes. And not only did I ask him to take care of that, but at the beginning of the, as this chaos began in the fall, I said, will you actually just text Casey every week and figure out the rides for children's choir? Instead of me coordinating with Casey, coordinating with Clay. It's just one more thing off my plate, right? If he's already going to be driving, it was one way for me to ask him for that help and then not have bitterness when I'm having to organize it every week with the pickups and things. So, and another thing that I've been really trying to do is just little bits of joy in my day. I am definitely in the midst of seasonal depression and I'm not really, really low right now. We've had such a weird winter with very mild December, January, we had a couple weeks of like really cold weather, negative weather, but we had tons of sunshine. Now we're back in the thirties, like just a really weird winter. Um, but I have noticed some ups and downs with my seasonal depression. And so just allowing myself to be okay with the days or the moments where I'm just feeling icky because of it. And then 
also doing little things that will bring me joy whether I'm feeling it or not so like today for example my best friend and I walk every Wednesday and she was unable to today because like boundaries right I'm proud of her for saying like I just can't do it today but I still got out for a little walk because I knew that getting outside in the winter is so good for me so I went for a short walk and I had to go for a short walk because my ankle is healing but I took three steps forward and one back because that's how healing goes sometimes uh what else have I done today I organized the junk drawers like I get a little bit of spark of joy from reorganizing, throwing things, decluttering, and just little bits at a time. Like I don't have to take on the whole kitchen, but I took on the three junk drawers that we had. And one of them was already organized by my daughter the other day. So just those little things that you can do, put on a pair of jeans, put on a shirt that makes you feel good. I don't know. You know you know what brings you joy. Like connect with a friend, ask somebody how you can pray for them. Like those things can fill up your cup too. So anyway, I'm hoping to start adding some more podcast episodes into my life. I've been posting on Instagram again and honestly, it does bring me so much joy and I'm only doing it because I feel like I'm in a good place where I have time. Like today I was in the shower I'd gone for a walk, then I got in the shower, and I just needed a rinse off and a little hair washing. And so I was thinking, I don't have anything else on my to-do list today. What am I going to do? And I thought, I'm going to record a podcast episode. And it has brought me so much joy to just talk to you again. And it, it might have been in circles, and I hope it was helpful. But I hope to show up here more with you again. And I actually would really love to do some more interviews Hint, hint, uh, it does not have to be anything but a mom conversation. (laughs) Like if you have ever thought about having a raw conversation with me on the podcast, just about motherhood, about anything in general, I am here and I would love to have you on the podcast. Even if you've been on before, I would love to have you back. So anyway, we'll see what God does with what's next. And uh, in the meantime, I want to remind you that you are worth taking care of yourself. You are worth saying no to things. You are worth drinking water. (laughs) You are worth sleeping enough. You are a good mom. You are a great mom. And I will forever remind you of that here on the Raw Mom Life podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.